The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now we're going to turn our attention to housing and in particular to mixed tenure developments. Social housing tenants in a number of complexes are raising concerns that they are not being given the same access to facilities as private renters are. Our reporter, Josh Crosby, has been to some of these developments and he joins me now in studio. Josh, good morning. Good morning, Pat. So what's the problem? So many of our listeners will be aware of the Par 5 model. So look, 20% of a development or land will be allocated to deliver homes for those who qualify for social and affordable housing support. And that is happening. Local authorities will also take out long-term leases of apartments and complexes for their tenants. What many are frustrated and angry about now is the different levels of access they have to facilities in these developments compared to the standard private renter. So if I was to start off renting in the morning in one of these new complexes, I can pay to use a range of amenities. So the like gyms, workspaces, even cinema rooms. But the tenants who are there through Dublin City Council are saying they cannot access these areas and it is causing a separation. The whole idea of Part 5 housing, which clearly states on the government's housing agency website, is that the objective is to encourage integrated developments and to reduce housing segregation. But from those I've been speaking with, they feel the very opposite. They say they do feel segregated. And I suppose what it really boils down to is the children who are living there, they're seeing their friends over in one block being able to use the cinema room, have parties in the communal spaces and they're not able to because the block they're living in and it can cause a divide. I actually did a report for News Talk back in 2020 on this very issue for an apartment complex in Rathgar but it appears the same challenges are now occurring in a number of places. So Pat, I visited three different complexes across the city to meet with tenants. First day I went to a fine, fine new development in Cabra. The website describes it as having extensive on-site amenities more than any other development in Dublin but not not everyone feels they're getting the same experience living there. Grace was on the housing list for 15 years and she now has finally got a place with her two daughters and is delighted with the apartment but says they feel excluded. We just presumed that we'd be able to use everything, you know. She's only two so I brought her down to the playground down there now the other day and she loved it. So I was able to get in the gate but we have to stand there and get in. There was no cards to get in that gate. There's a special card for that as well? Yeah. 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 You just have to wait for your chance to get yeah. in, I suppose. How does it make people feel, I suppose, when you're all living in the one place? But Well, not great. Like, we all feel excluded. Like, my teenager was excited to join the gym, and then when she heard that, she was like, oh, no, she, I think she felt, like, second class. Do you know that way? Like, even, like, with the older kids to be there, like, I think the toddlers should be able to go down there. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially if they could make friends with the other toddlers down that way but it's like a divide I'd love to be able to go over there and book the party rooms and all and do you feel like can you notice that there is a separation between the other blocks and this block definitely yeah and what's the number one issue for you or what do you want to see you think you should have access to to the gym yeah well I think the price for the gym and everything else I just think was kind of like so we won't use it do you know what I mean that's how I feel like they won't be able to afford that because they're in that block but is it a case that if you're paying privately here that they might say, look, we're paying the extra fee, we should all pay it? Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, I think a smaller fee, people might go with it, do you know what I mean? And that's uh, one of the tenants of an apartment complex in Cabra on the issues they're facing. Now, she mentioned that they can pay for the facilities. So, Josh, is it the case that they just need to pay the extra fee? 
Well, I have seen a letter now that the residents there have received. They've been told if they want to access the gym, it's €89 a month. For the co-working areas, the cinema rooms, etc., it's 119 a month. And they can get all of the above for €208 a month. And this is quite a similar vein to what I'm getting told from the City Council itself. So when I asked Dublin City Council, why are tenants having difficulties accessing the same spaces such as the gym compared to private renters? In a statement, the City Council says that the agreed rental values with the owner are solely for the residential element of the developments. So access to recreational amenities is available to council tenants and is a matter for the owner and tenant to agree as with the, as it would be with the private tenants. Okay, so the council are not prepared to pay for their tenants to have access to the extra facilities. So uh, they're not being restricted from using the services and um, they are being told by the council and by the developer if you want to use these facilities you have to pay for it. That's what it comes down to in a lot of cases, but not across the board. Uh, tenants in this development have been told, but speaking with those living here and elsewhere, they feel that it, it's still a segregation. They thought they were going to be getting all these amenities when they first moved in. And to have this extra fee has created a division from the very start, if you like. And I've also been speaking with residents who say they have offered to pay and the book is just getting passed from one group to another, from the management company to the approved housing body, back to the council again. They feel they are being led down the garden path if you like. The next complex I went to was in Drimna. Now this block is not far from the new children's hospital. There are 265 apartments here and now a section down to one side is solely just for DCC tenants. Then the rest is mixed in with private renters and and those on the, the HAP scheme. And one of the main issues here is access to the underground car park. So there are 119 car spaces for the 265 apartments and the tenants that are there through the City Council are parking their cars up on the footpaths around all the complex. And I actually met with a woman from the Drimner Residence Community Group who lives on the road just parallel, just, just be in front of the complex. And she told me that the number of cars being left scattered throughout the road has actually led to fears that the bus now, the passenger house, is going to have to change route. But I also met with two residents of the complex. Now, Jules says he was on the housing list for 18 years, moved into this complex around a year ago. But we'll also hear from a man who's paying privately to get his thoughts on the different access available to tenants. Jules says it's not fair. Last week, someone put a pen in my car. But it happened twice. Uh, somebody else put a knife. What services are you restricted from using in the complex? Uh, like we can make a barbecue, car park, no, we can access to the park, car park and the access to gym as well. You we can play music until 10 o'clock, that's it. So you're not allowed access to the car park, so you, no. you park out on the road, on the, the public road. road? Yeah, yeah. And what are you told when you ask about access to the car park or access to the gym? Mm-hmm. What are you being told? They send me a letter, they explain that I can't use the car park because it's private. I, I call them and ask them. Can I pay myself if it's possible? They said, no, I can't pay. No, you can't pay? You can't pay. So I live just facing the, what's kind of the council block and the kids like that live in the council block, they're always playing in the courtyard and stuff. And yeah, it's not nice to see that they have nothing to really play with. Yeah, they're kind of at a loss to do. And then some of them might turn to like, you know, something that might annoy people, like screaming and shouting. But they're only kids at the end of the day. Like, And do you have access to the gym? I and do, yeah, the yeah. The car park? Everything, and all that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But you're, you're paying Dublin rents? I am paying ridiculous rents, yeah. So it's separate for the car, it's separate for the dog. They charge me extra for the dog. How much is a dog? They it's might be ex- asking. It's an extra 50 euro a month to have the dog, yeah. And what do you think about this? 
different kind of treatment for services? I think it's disgraceful. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what the whole social percentage was supposed to do, integration. And this is segregation all over again. Hmm. Now, that's uh, two tenants we've heard there living at a mixed tenure complex in Drim. By the way, what's the difference in what the private renters are paying versus what the social tenants might be paying? Do you know? Yeah, so there is a big difference there. But it all, for the social housing tenants, it comes down to their income. But for the likes of where we heard earlier out by um, Donami in Cabra, sorry, there is, it's like that's a brand new development. There could be a one bed apartment there for 2,300. If, if you're a private renter, if you were to go in there in the morning. If you're a public, if you're a social. It all depends on your income, but I, the max would be a couple of hundred, but then it could be cheaper again. Okay. And anyway, um, what about Dublin City Council? What are they saying about the way these rents are and facilities are negotiated? Well, there are definitely discussions as was taking place between the tenants, the management companies, approved housing bodies and the council. But, but if things are going to change, it's unknown. But it does need to be said that situations have progressed for some. So, for instance, in that last complex, DCC tenants could not access their playground. But when this was highlighted, their fobs were updated and they could enter. And in the complex in Cabra, residents say the information telling them that they can pay for the facilities was only granted when the issue was brought up with the housing body. So at the moment, Labour Senator Marie Sherlock has been following up on these issues with the housing body and the letting agents. But more so for today, presently today, Dublin City Councillor Mannix Flynn is this afternoon tabling an emergency motion at the South East Area Committee on this. Councillor Flynn is calling on all the parties involved to address what he describes as discrimination. And he wants a full audit of part five tenants who've been excluded from a meeting and to address what he says is the issue of othering and inequality. So that motion is going to the committee this afternoon and I met with Mannix about this. He says the current setup doesn't allow for proper integration. Well, this is discrimination without any boy or leave. Trying to access these uh, amenities is very difficult for them. In some cases, they're allowed, in most cases, they're not allowed, even if they actually try and pay for it themselves, they're being discriminated against. But they're marked from the very beginning because the local authority created this uh, inequality and they need to change this. I have a motion coming before the South East Area meeting which is going to call on Dublin City Council to right this historical wrong. I mean, you can't have young children growing up in apartment blocks where they can't have access to the playground, they can't have access to the creche, they can't have access to play with other children. They're seen as other. So this motion, you're asking for the matters to be resolved, but is it a case maybe that it's down to the individual letting agents or the management groups of the blocks? No, I don't think it's about that. I think it's about primary legislation. We can't have a situation where we're entitled to part fives and all of a sudden those part fives come without, you know what I mean, the amenities. It'd be like buying a brand new car without the wing mirrors or without the windows or without the doors and okay, you can can drive it but there's no doors and they're all extra. And it's not the developer's fault nor is it the owner, apartment's owner's fault. This is a direct responsibility of the state and the fact that there's a glitch in this situation that needs to be fixed because it's causing huge, huge problems. The council says that the agreements were reached based solely on residential purposes for for the accommodation side of things so is it not a case now that they just have to pay similarly likewise to the private renters? Well in some cases they can do that but they've been put in a a difficult position by the local authority who created this anomaly in the first place. It's about proper rights. These people are entitled to acquire through finances the use of the gyms etc and the amenities so be it they can do that but there's no clear policy. What there is, is there's clear discrimination. 
clear discrimination. So says independent Dublin councillor Mannix Flynn. Uh, some of the texts coming in. Um, if social welfare tenants pay the fee for these extra property services, the full price, unlike their significantly subsidised rents paid at taxpayers' expense, like everybody else does, then they get access. That would be fair. Or do they want the taxpayer to pay for these services also for them? Uh, Will and Navin, who's in a rage, he says, so I pay full price for my house and management fees to access recreational services. These people are living in the same estate at a fraction of the cost I pay. They can pay for these recreational services if they want access. Start copping on and stop giving out freebies. The government has no money, only 50% of what I and others like myself earn. Um... Only the, that's what he says, the government has no money except for that 50% of what I and others like me earn. Residents pay passive management fees for these services. If the council is not paying the fees, they will not have access to the same as if a private tenant did not pay fees. They too would be restricted. I'm sick to the teeth of living in an area where I pay full price and the neighbour gets the same house for less than half. It's not fair, uh, says Marie. So not a great deal of sympathy coming in um, for, for the people who are looking for free access to these facilities. Um, But anyway, you've been uh, to more than the two complexes you mentioned. Yes, Pat. So the City Council says it currently has signed long-term lease agreements for six multi-unit schemes where the amenities are available on site. Access to recreational amenities in five of the six schemes is between the owner and the tenant and the council is currently engaging with the letting agent in the remaining development to try and facilitate access to the additional amenities. But you're right, Pat, I went to a third out in Balmain near Donamead on the north side. Now, residents here in the social housing block where I believe there are 46 DCC tenants, they've now formed an association to try and have more recognition. And interestingly, in this block, residents have been told by the management company, and I have an email here, it states that the decision to not include access to the facilities as part of the agreement was taken by DCC. And to be fair, that's what the council has told me. But the management company went on to say access was offered, but the council regretfully opted not to avail of it. And I've been speaking with a person who used to work with an approved housing body. They told me it all comes down to cutting costs and that would probably suggest that. I met with Polly, who's one of the tenants there. She lives with her grandchild. Polly says it was a huge relief once they found out they would be getting their own place. Private tenants, these are social housing tenants. We're all tenants. People in this area as well, they're in this block, they're paying rent as well. Okay, our rent wouldn't be the same as other people, but we're paying rent. This is their forever home for the next 25 years. How did I know about when we couldn't use the facilities? Very, very quickly, I heard people talking about, first of all, the children, and they wanted to take part in some of the activities that they knew were being held for children from the other blocks, Easter egg hunt, and was told quite firmly, you're from block D, no, you can't partake of any of the facilities or any of the activities. You have to remember now, the children from this block, they're going to the same schools as children from the other ABC. They would be friends, and they would know them from their friends, perhaps. But if you came from Block D, unless it wasn't known, you couldn't take part. You couldn't organise a birthday party in one of the areas and invite your friends to it, because you're a resident of Block D. And very quickly, that would develop into a culture of the haves and have-nots. And people are feeling that They are being discriminated against because of their background, because of their income, because of maybe the level of their education. So it's not a case of us being uneducated, riffraff, sponging off other people. 
We just want our children and ourselves to be treated equally with everybody else that's living here. So what happens when you do inquire how to use the extra amenities in the facilities here? It's like being on a merry-go-round. We keep getting sent around and around and around and we're not getting really any definite answers. And what about then the argument that, look, the private renter is paying the extra fee themselves to use amenities? But people would have been prepared to pay for stuff themselves. In relation to the extra facilities, why are we not given a choice to use it and to offer to pay it? Let us worry about what money we have in our purse and whether or not we can afford it. I want my child to be equal to everybody else, despite what his background is. And that's one of the residents of an apartment complex in Dublin's north side calling for equal access for all tenants. Uh, Although she did say that, you know, if you want to pay it, pay it and access if you don't want to pay it and don't want access, so be it. Manage your own finances. So a nuanced contribution there. That report from Josh Crosby. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.